This person has made a big impact on our life. Have really learned a lot from her. All right, somebody get me out of here. <laughs> no, we've had our own little counseling in this whole thing. This has been quite the counseling session. <laughs> I hope you've learned a lot. We've definitely benefited from this. <laughs> you we. Did you see that? Yeah, uh, and I just said we. Love or work. Welcome to the Love or Work podcast. This is your host, Jeff, and my co-host is... What? Why am I the co-host? Well, which are we both co-hosts? I guess. Oh. We should just both be hosts. Oh. A double host. Well, I'd like to introduce my host, Andre <laughs> Schinnebarger, to you. Yes, it's a new season. Yes. Oh, of boy. Of the podcast. We are back in studio again. Ooh, we feels are ready. Good. It feels good. It feels good to be back. Does it? Do y'all miss us? It it's might, been a while. Listen, it might be a cold day outside, but it's pretty hot in here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Right. I was looking back at our last podcast and it was last year before the holidays. And I think we ended maybe on a little sad note. Did we? Yeah. It It was was very personal. Yeah. It was like the whole mental health one. This is a whole new season with the whole new set of problems. And a whole new year. Whole new year, which reminds me of something I need to bring up. Oh boy. With every season of change. Uh Uh-huh. It seems that plants take different shapes and forms. Are you just talking about my house plants? Just your house plants? I'm a plant mama. It's okay. Everybody knows. I mean, the real question is, how many plants can you be a mama to? I feel like I'm a very good mom to all the plants in my house. And Jeff was getting a little concerned about the amount of plants that we had in our house. So he decided to make the kids count them all. Well, and we did a count, which is great. So in your head right now, as you're listening, if you were thinking, let's just say there's eight, (laughs) six, seven, eight, whatever number you want to pick. Actually, there's only six rooms we have plants in out of eight rooms in our house. Okay. So out of six rooms in your head, you listeners, really my friends, this. the smartest people I know, out of six rooms, what is like a reasonable number of plants in total that you could have? So just stop for just a second and think about that. Well, as a plant mom, I will say that I don't think that there is a cutoff. Well, hang on. I just, I'm going to lean over to Matt. Matt, our producer, in your head, I'm curious, you're not going to hear this, but I'm going to repeat what you say. What's the number that comes, this seems reasonable to you? Four. Four four total or four per room? Four per room. So in total, that would be 24. Okay. That's a reasonable number. Oh. Now. Yeah. I think that's a great number. Every time we go out and about, let's say we hit the town. If there's a plant shop. I'm, I'm in. Your answer is, I need more plants. No, I need to stop for sure. And like feel the not, energy yeah, not stop. And walk through and touch them and like get the vibe of what I actually want to add to my little plant babies. 24 plants is what Matt would declare. And I, I'm sure you at home or somewhere in the, in the spectrum, I think that's a reasonable number. It's a lot. I mean, that's a lot to maintain. That's a lot. What's our plant number? Well, we had the kids count. And we're at 33 plants right now. Yeah. And there's a point when... I feel like 40 is a great number. (laughs) I think 40 is like optimal plant baby amount. So... They're all healthy and thriving too. So it's not like you're looking around and seeing dead ones. 
Actually, you are seeing some very... You well, have a lot of healthy ones, but there are some that are not thriving. Well, a few I'm working on. I'm like reviving. And we're bringing this up because in general, <laughs> in life, in relationships, we all see the world a little differently. <laughs> I would be fine if we had four, Look at this transition. four plants. Four plants that are all healthy. <laughs> Total in our whole house. Andre's mentality... Think about our oxygenation. Is that this is going to purify the house. We are breathing literally the best air possible because of what our plants do for us. In other words, I should be thanking you. Yes. A hundred percent. So in, in relationships, we all see the world a little differently, (laughs) which is a great setup for our entire year, our entire podcast. I don't know what's different about you and your partner. The question we all ask deep down is what is enough plants? Let's be honest. (laughs) What is enough household I don't think plants. anybody asked that question except for you. Oh, I ask it <laughs> a lot. You've been you've been like quizzing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get a number. Trying to shame me. Let's just Really? Let's that's just what say, you're trying to in do. In general, there's an over under and the amount of plants we have is over. It's more than enough. So, so anyway, going into the new season, it's not about plants. It's about our partnership. It's about coming together and learning together, right? Yeah. And I think it's also going back to something that we wrote together and going back to our book and kind of talking through the things that three or four years later, we, since we wrote it, do we still agree with? Do we disagree with? Do we have different opinions on now? Because a lot has happened since our book got released. Would you say since that time you agree more with the things I wrote than you did before? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I definitely skim over your chapters. Oh my goodness. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. I'm teasing you, but we are rereading it for the first time. Which has been kind of refreshing. Yeah. And in some ways disheartening. <laughs> disheartening? Well, I mean, I think in that time, and we knew this when we started this project, that we would interview people that wouldn't be together anymore, you know? Uh, and that's that's hard to see that there's there's people that... We learned from and it didn't work out for them. I mean, this question, is it possible to change the world, stay in love and raise a healthy family? This is a hard question and it's really hard to maintain it and to last and and get through it in your relationship. And that's why we're bringing it back to the table again. In a new age, a new day, we wrote this really before COVID. And so things are changing now. There's fresh perspectives on this and we have to continuously be reevaluating this for our family. Yeah, and I think, you know, starting new years and new with new intentions and things, I think it's always good to kind of go back and really think about our relationships and how intentional we're being in those relationships closest to us. So, it can be looked at more with our partner, it can be looked more with our kids, whatever that looks like. I think it's really important to set some intentions and we hope that you will join us in rereading, reading again, or reading for the first time the book and come along in the chapters with us. Yeah. So we're going to go two chapters at a time through this whole book, almost roughly two chapters at a time. Next week, we'll focus on chapters one and two. But today we just wanted to intro the whole season. And I want to start with a question that I would ask you, Oh, which is, what do you wish now that you would have written in the book that we did not include in the book? Oh, you're hitting me with a hard one. 
Uh, do you think I ask soft questions usually <laughs> to you? or is- Well, I don't know if I have an answer specifically to that. I think I'm learning more things now that I didn't know then and that I didn't include then because I didn't know them then. And I think we have been trying to bring our listeners along in that learning. And so one of the things being like, the healthier me leads to a stronger we. And we brought all of our listeners through that season last year. And that was something that I'd been slowly learning more. And I don't think we really went there necessarily in the book. And then I think I'm learning so much more. You know, our kids are getting older since we wrote the book. Mm -hmm. We have an almost teenager now and you know, we're in different phases now than littles when we started the book. And so I think I'm just in parenting learning a whole lot more of letting our kids like really be who they are authentically are Mm. and embracing that, even though it's sometimes really weird. Yeah. When we were writing it, that was kind of, I think something we were processing in real time. We couldn't like necessarily unpack that for others as much as we probably could today with the healthier you leading to a better we i think that concept is one that we both have been on an adventure on with that realizing how much our individual self affects our full relationship yeah and i think one of the things that we've done in a sense is we've actually both kind of stopped marriage counseling together and we've kind of picked up individual counseling right Mm -hmm. now. And so Jeff is doing separate individual counseling with his therapist and I'm doing separate with mine. They're separate people. And I think it's really helping us. I think it's changing things even more for us. And so I think that's one thing maybe I would encourage listeners to, if marriage counseling seems really hard to do with somebody else, then encouraging the individual, like your own counselor, and finding that for you. What about you? Is there any other things that you would add or that you would include in the book? Yeah. I mean, as I've been, I was thinking about it this morning, processing this, and I, I might've changed the title of the book. The title is Love or Work. I think I would call it Love is Work now. One thing that I've realized as we've processed some relationships that have chosen to go other directions, I think one thing I've learned through that is that the love of last year is not the love of this year. So like I have to continuously be finding you and pursuing you and falling in love with you. And it's just like, it is not just an infatuation. It is work of me pursuing you and constantly be focused on that and growing together in those ways. And me like stepping into this thing we call a relationship. Like I can't, the minute I hold back on that, like it will affect everything. And I think I've talked to a lot of friends about that where over time you start going in different directions, you know, things start distracting you from each other. And I have to work consistently to make sure that we are growing together, learning together. I kind of regret saying those two things because it's like, those are like common phrases, but like, no, I have to work to stay in love with you. Love at first sight or whatever. It's like, those things are fine. I probably still believe in those things, but 
guess what? Like be easy right, and this should we're, flow. We're and... entering, we're going to be married for 20 years really soon. And yeah, every year I have to find new things I love to keep me connected and close to you. And we have new versions constantly mm-hmm. of each other that I think if we don't work to figure out and to understand the new version, it is very easy to fall apart and to go in a different directions. But I do love you. I don't like you every day, (laughs) but I really do love you. And I have found new things about you that I love about you in the last year, in the last month, you know? And I think I see those things, how you process things, how you're, how you're, growing into yourself even more that, wow, I'm like, man, if I lost you, how would I find anyone and have a depth of love that I have for you? And, but that takes me constantly searching for that, constantly wanting that, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't like and love are two different things. Some days I'm sure I know you don't like me, (laughs) but yeah, I do love you and I love you more today than I ever have. And I think that to have a long, committed love life, it is going to take work. And this is why we're asking you to read this book with us, because in that process, you are going to find new things to talk about, new things to learn and fall in love with about your partner. Yeah. And you're going to do the work to get there essentially, right? Like it takes effort and it takes work. And so reading it, asking each other the questions at the end, engaging your partner, that's the work. Yeah. So welcome to our new book, right? Right. Love is work. No, it's right. (laughs) Don't confuse the listener. It's called Lover Work. It's going to take work. Here's the deal. We're going to jump in with this. We got some incredible friends that are going to join us. Some of them liked our book. Some of them didn't. Some of them have, you know, very big disagreements. Yeah. Which we love. Love it. We're going to dig in. We're going to see how they unpacked it. And And we're not doing this like the couple way that we used to do. There's some couples and there's some just guys. There's some girls. Yeah. And there's, you know, friends and people are like, Jeff, Andre, we don't agree with you. Yes. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. You're wrong. (laughs) Or right. (laughs) <laughs> or they're right. I think most of the things they disagree with you probably wrote, but that's a whole different... Oh I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, y'all. Welcome to our new season. We hope you get the book, meet up with friends, get a little book club going together, or just read with your partner and join us for this season of Love, Love or Work. This episode was recorded by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions.